Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I am joined by Stephanie from Hardy Wrestling Podcast. And then I'm joined by Queen PR and Krista B from Those Wrestling Girls. Hi! Alright, so today we're going to do a little bit of, um, I don't want to call it fantasy booking, but it's more so we're going to talk about wrestlers who we think should or could be the future of you know the division um we're each gonna select two male and two female wrestlers and we're gonna give a brief explanation on why we think that they could be the future or should be the future of the company um i did lay out some rules with this they cannot be someone who has already won a world title you know the ww championship the universal championship or the raw and smackdown women's titles any NXT titles is okay. If they were NXT champion, NXT women's champion, that is perfectly fine. Um, so let's get going with this. I will start off with uh, Stephanie. Uh, who do you got on your list? Okay, so for, I'm going to do female first. Um, so I believe the two women that I have my eye on as the future are um, Bianca Belair and I and Liv Morgan. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go into why? Yeah. Okay. I say Bianca Belair because not only is she the roughest, the toughest, the quickest, and all the other ESTs. Um, I say that because who she is is just, you know, just oozes, you know, star appeal, number one. And number two, she's incredibly strong. She's athletic. You know, she has the drive to make it and to be a future champion, you know, one day. And just, and because she's just really inspiring to me as a person. So I feel like she just has, you know, all of the charisma and all of the athleticism and, you know, to just get across on television. I just feel like she just has, you know, the it factor. She's just amazing to me. And, um, and I say Liv Morgan because she, um, was kind of underrated as first. A lot of people didn't pay that much attention to her, but I feel like now that she sort of has this revamped, you know, attitude about her, especially seeing her athleticism over the past couple of weeks with the matches that she's had with Ruby Riot and of course with Charlotte this past, you know, last week, it's just she's showing that she has more, it's more to her than meets the eye. And I'm really excited, you know, for her and everything she is going to bring. And, um with the men i would say angel garza um even though i know he's been you know cruiserweight champion um and but that was on nxt um i really feel like he has the charisma and a whole lot of ooze about him and i would venture to say that he i feel like in my opinion he has um the type of charisma that eddie guerrero possessed and he has a lot of the athleticism that you could, you know, possibly ask for in terms of what he has to offer. And I'm excited for him and his future. And another guy, hmm. I would venture to possibly say maybe, I really don't have another guy. <laughs> um, I know you said two guys, but I just can't really think of another guy right now. But definitely That's fine. It's for me. It's just Angel Garza, definitely. So, yeah, Angel Garza's a guy I really didn't think about. Um, I unfortunately don't get to watch Raw that often, so I kind of someone that kind of slipped my mind. 
but uh yeah Liv Morgan I I never realized how young she is I think she's in like 25 and she's you know she has a lot of potential I heard that um about that match with her and Charlotte Flair and I I, I gotta check that out on YouTube honestly but she has a lot of potential with her character and um you know, when she had that moment at the Elimination Chamber when she was in the pod, you know, kind of like screaming at Shayna, like, this is my moment. Like, I just felt her passion and determination, and I really, really wanted to see her succeed. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Now, but I definitely recommend that Charlotte, that Charlotte Liv Morgan match. It was oh, really- oh, hell yeah. I want to see, like, a full-blown old view with them, too. I wish that when she came back, that's who she went after initially versus, you know, that Lana storyline. But it is what it is. That's in the past now, so. Yeah. So what about you, P? Um, for the women... Um, I, of course, Bianca was first on my list, but since I feel like everybody's probably going to say her, um, I always liked Chelsea Green. So, like, I don't follow the indies, but, um, I'm heavy on wrestling Twitter and Chelsea Green was put on my radar, like, two or three years ago. She would always trend, especially when she was doing the hot mess gimmick. So I would just literally just watch videos of her and just love her. Like, oh my God. And then um, when I found out she got signed again to WWE, I was like really excited because I know what she can bring. Like she has the storytelling ability that WWE like craves. Um, I don't have an opinion on what she's doing right now with Homeboy. Can't even think of his name, whatever brand, the Stone brand. Yeah, Robert Stone. There you go. Um, I don't have an opinion on it yet. I'm just like excited to see what she can bring because she can also wrestle. So I think she has big potential. I don't think people realize how much much potential she has. And then my second has to be Zaylina Vega. Like she is everything to me. Uh, Oh, she follows me on Twitter. Me and Brian, because of uh, he like posted a clip of me talking about her, saying that she was perfection, which she is, because she can wrestle. She's good on the mic. She's good in the manager role. Like she could really bring back that manager role to where, like back in the day, where when you were put with a manager, like it added value to you. She can be that person. Like stick Zelina Vega with them, and they're good. And I and she can also wrestle, so she can do the manager thing. She can hopefully get into some feuds with. Um, I'm thinking it would make more sense to have like mixed tag feuds with her, but they had teased it with like other um, couples or whatever. But I would love to see more of her in the ring. But I can totally see her being like champion at some point. Um, and then the men um, that was hard because. Um, yeah. So I just kind of copied what Jake said in the chat only because I completely agree with um, Velveteen Dream and A- Angel Garza. Like he surprised me, Angel Garza, um, because I like randomly heard about him when he proposed to his girlfriend in NXT. And then all of a sudden he like replaced. And it was just funny to me how quick Zelina replaced um, Andrade when he got suspended. <laughs> like, right. Like, right. Angel Garza, next week, they did not even, and he, they were so good together. And then you got to see some of what Stephanie said about his Eddie Guerrero. Um, like, you can definitely see that personality. Like, I going really, really far. Um, and you, they have to see potential in him for him to be on, like, two brands in one week. That means that they see something in him. So, um, yes. yeah, those are my picks. I love what you said about Velveteen Dream. I completely forgot about it. 
I, he's great. I don't want to say that I forgot about him, but I love him so much. Like he, like his entire androgynous Prince gimmick gives me so much life because I love Prince number one and number two <laughs> because um, I saw him at Tough Enough and he just had all the confidence in the world and I thought for sure, you know. He would have, even though I didn't like his attitude at first that he was giving off on TV, I felt like he definitely did have the ooze and the passion, you know, to actually go for it. But then when he didn't win, I was like, well, dang. But um, I am excited for him. Like, I was so disappointed when he didn't win that NXT championship last week. But um, <laughs> but he definitely has a whole lot of go- stuff going on for him, and I'm excited for him. Mm-hmm. So I got a quick question about Chelsea Green. Wasn't she on Tough Enough? Or is that someone else? She was on Tough Enough. I believe she was a, um, wasn't she like a a coach or something on Tough Enough before she started to pursue wrestling? I believe she was. There was someone on Tough Enough that looked like her, at least. I remember they were like in the hot tub with one of the, one of the, I think it might have been Patrick Johnson or, you know, Velveteen Dream, but yeah, like I'm not too too familiar with her. Um, I you know sh- I've seen her and you know here and there on NXT. Zelina Vega, though, y'all know I'm a huge fan of her. Like you know, P said like she could do everything. She could talk on the mic. And the funny thing about her mm-hmm. too is um she's a Jersey girl, so she actually has like that accent and all that kind of stuff. She um no 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 she's from Vegas. the Bronx. She's from no the Bronx. she's from Queens and the Bronx. She's from New York. Uh-huh. She's from New York. Yeah. Okay, I thought she was yeah. from Jersey, but the crazy thing is when her and Andrade were paired together, he was teaching her Spanish and she was and teaching him English. So I thought that was cool. That was super cute. In about 12 yeah. minutes. I like that. Yeah. So uh, what about you, yeah, Krista? It's about to be here in 10 minutes. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I got people for me. Out. Okay. So if you just want to wait when I get back up. So. Sign down and let. Who else knows? And then, if, if he's out here, he can he can just have me. If it... Hey, there so for go. me, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, face bloopers, yeah, right? Um, for me, this Sorry, is y'all. hard in general. Um, because y'all already know how I feel about my girl Sonia. Oh, Sonia, I feel like she can take especially with this gimmick she got going on now like coming out of mandy rose's shadow although it was shady on how she did it i can see her branching out and being on her own for right now um so i do see her going to the top like yeah mandy's gonna be pegged as this pretty girl you know she's gonna get so far but but so far because of the whole her and otis thing but mandy i mean but sonya i feel like she can definitely like climb that ladder and actually get to where she needs to go to. Um, especially because of all the rage and stuff she got going on in her with the whole Mandy Rose situation. Mm-hmm. Um, my second one, I feel like I'm I'm kind of stuck between Mia Yim and Dakota Kai. Mm. I love what they both do in the ring. Um, Dakota Kai just brought this fierceness with when she turned heel and turned on Tegan Knox. At, um, was it it was an elimination chamber, but I can't. I can't remember. It was war right games. War games. Mm-hmm. Like she just brought this fire out of her, and it was just like, what? Like, there's no way. Like, you would have thought this could happen. Like with Dakota Kai, because when she came, she was all happy and cheeky and all that other stuff. And then you see the switch in her, and it's just, oh. And then now she got like an extra battery on her back 
with homegirl. So it was it was a good thing to see. Um, for the men, I would love to see Alistair Black. I'm not sure if he was champion in NXT. I'm not sure. I doubt it. He was um, NXT champion, but he was. Yeah, okay, you, well, that's the you still can, No, no, you can still uh, count that they were NXT. Oh, NXT. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Alistair Black, of course, because. He's getting so much more time now, especially playing with Rey Mysterio, especially what happened with them on Monday. Seth Rollins needs to, like, go to hell. Um, but... <laughs> no! Um, oh, God! <laughs> Alistair Black has really been doing his thing since he's been on TV. Like, since he's been on the main roster, I don't think I've ever seen him not on TV, not in the slot. Like, even if he was injured, he was still out there. Like, I don't think he's – it's been a time when he hasn't been not on TV, and I feel like it's, his time is starting to shine. His star yeah. starting to shine now. Um, a second guy um, – I would like to see Buddy Murphy break away from this whole disciple act because he's so much more than that. Yes. Um, I would like to see – Maybe Buddy Murphy. Or or definitely Ricochet. But yeah. Oh, they're talented. They're, they're, they're definitely talented people. They're definitely talented wrestlers. And, you know, we need some more main carters because the ones that we normally have are, are, are gone or kind of exiting stage left for a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, because, like, that's the thing, like, WWE has heavily relied on, you know, a lot of their, you know, legends within the recent years, and they can't, they're not going to do it forever. I can only imagine, like, Undertaker and all that kind of near the end of their career. And even some of their, like, kind of, like, full-time guys, like, we've seen John Cena go to Hollywood, Randor, yeah. who's kind of slowing down, Daniel Bryan, I mean, he's, you know, I, you know, we never know when, you know, his last match will be with his history of concussions and all that. So it's like they really do need to start, you know, and with Becky Lynch is another perfect example. Who would have known this would have happened in, the, you know, the prime of her career? You know, she's not going to be wrestling for at least another year. So it's like, you know, you always do need to focus on the future. Um, I love Aleister Black. I'm glad you said that because I am a huge fan of him. He gives me Undertaker vibes. And I would love to see Undertaker and Aleister Black. You know, that would be a good way to end Undertaker's career. That is an epic dream match. Like, and the, I think it should be finisher versus finisher. Like, whoever hits their finisher first. Like, imagine Aleister Black hitting Undertaker with a black mask. Have we ever oh, seen that kind of stipulation before? I feel like it had happened. Or it was like one person couldn't use their finisher. Like, remember when Randy Orton and Seth Rollins was fighting and Seth, Randy Orton could not use the RKO, and I think Seth Rollins could use his curb song. I remember something like that. It, it was a minute ago, but, yeah, that's a pretty, you know, interesting idea. If they haven't done that, that's something they should consider. Because this one doesn't even need to hire me. I keep saying that. Exactly. Right? You, need a, you need to apply. I need to apply. I just need that check because I'm pretty sure they listened to me and Pete episodes and they'd be like, hmm, that's a good idea. Cut my check. Cut our check. Exactly. So for me, I'm going to start with the men, and I'm going to say the women for last because I'm really excited for that one. Men, first one is Adam Cole. This, this man is young, too. I don't think he even hit 30 yet. He's done absolutely everything in NXT, NXT tag team. He was the f first ever North American. He's the current. 
NXT champion and longest reign. And this guy has everything. He has the look. He has the you know the in ring ability, the charisma, the mic skills, and then he has the undisputed air, which can help him come to you know Raw or SmackDown and make you know that kind of impact like the Shield made. So, I mean, the potential is, you know, his sky's the limit for him. The other guy, and this is a guy I don't really hear too, too much because he's in the tag team, and that is Montez Ford. I've always liked him, and then I saw something on, I think it was Facebook or Twitter. Someone was comparing him to The Rock. And when I, and usually when people compare wrestlers to, like, The Rock, I'm like, get the hell out of here. Like, what are you thinking? I, I, saw, I saw that, and I was like, this this person isn't lying. Like, he has like very similar charisma. He has, he he gives me that vibe where he can be funny but serious at the same time, kind of like what The Rock was. And I mean, he could wrestle. You know, he, he you know he's he has a good look. He's tall. You know, well, you know, he, he's in really good shape. I feel like you know they could really you know build something with him. I mean, it sucks because if you know he were to be a big single star, I don't know what would happen with um Angelo Dawkins. You know, hopefully he can make something on his own as well. But I feel yeah. like with, with Angelo Dawkins, like as soon as you said that, the first thing that popped in my mind was the the way they shafted D'Lo Brown. And it sucks because D'Lo Brown was such a fantastic wrestler. But after that whole him and draw situation, he started to dwindle out. And I don't want that to happen with um um Angelo Dawkins because he's such a great wrestler too. Yeah. You're right. And um Montez Ford does Ford does give rock vibes, especially with the whole dramatics and taking him long to fall or overexerting the overselling the move or whatever. <laughs> but he does he's good on the mic. He does like he's the mouth mostly the mouthpiece for um Street Profits. And it is gonna suck like once they break them up, um who's gonna do what because you already see Ford star rising, but you want to see them rise together mm-hmm. instead of apart. And I really just hope that WWE does not drop the ball with Dawkins. Like Dawkins could be that secret weapon nobody knew about. Exactly, because like the the sad <laughs> thing is, usually when you see these really good tag teams and they break up, usually there's the star and then there's like the mid card guy, like the Hardy Boys. You know, they Jeff was the star, Matt was mid carder, you know, Edge and Christian. You know, Edge was the star, Christian mid carder. So it's like. Well, you know, I guess we'll have to see, honestly. Um, now, for the women, of course, you know, I'm going to say Bianca Belair. You know, she is the all-around, you know, perfect, you know, female in the company. She has the look. You know, she has the size. I mean, you know, Vince loves tall women. Um, she's beautiful. She's talented in the ring she can talk on the mic she you know she has the character that everyone loves and she has that swag to her like i you know she didn't come with a you know a wrestling background but she got so good so quick and it's just amazing like the 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 time when i saw her and i realized that this girl's gonna be a stars you know i know um you know when they would do takeovers they would record you know, like two dark matches, and they would put them on, you know, the next week of NXT. They had a dark match between her and Dakota Kai, and that was Bianca's first time ever coming out in front of, a, you know, a takeover crowd, and she just came out there, and she walked down that ramp like she's been doing it her whole life. I'm like, this girl is a star. Like, please do something with her, and they've been slowly, like, building her up. Like, every time she's in a big, you know, pay-per-view, 
she steals the show. So clearly WWE likes her. They're just not rushing her, which is smart. You know, you do have to kind of introduce these NXT stars to the main, you know, mainstream crowd. Mm-hmm. I think her time will come. I'm really hoping that she'll be in a big profile match at SummerSlam, but we'll have to see. Now for my second female, and this one is something, you know, a wrestler that I don't think anyone would have ever thought of. And, you know, please don't discredit me for this pick just because she hasn't really, we've never seen her wrestle. That's the thing. Simone Johnson, the Rock's daughter. This, oh, how good will hey, she? My future daughter-in-law. No, just kidding. <laughs> so, I mean, at the end of the day, how good she will be, I don't know. I don't want them to push her to the moon just because she's the Rock's daughter, but because of who she is, everyone is gonna want to see her. You know, mm-hmm. you know, former wrestling fans, non-wrestling fans. People are going to want to see her, and if she can get good like Charlotte Flair did, just imagine the mainstream popularity. She will, like, I feel like she can, you know, I don't want to say save the business, but she will take it to lengths that it hasn't been in a long time, and we can only assume she's going to take some of, you know, you know, the rock's moves, you know, the people's elbow, rock bottom. I mean, the people's elbow is my favorite all-time finisher. There's, you know, every time he would do that, I would jump up on my toes and do it with him, you know, during his matches. And (laughs) hopefully she does like the people's eyebrow and all that stuff too. And I know some people are kind of against it. They're like, oh, well, let them do their own thing. Let them be their own person. But it's kind of hard, like, can you know can you really imagine charlotte flair not doing the woo like it's just it's in their blood to their relatives were and it's like i'm just i'm really excited i don't know how young she is so i mean if hypothetically she's in her early 20s they can kind of like take their time with her you know you don't want to rush her at the same time and her come up and just you know um just disappoint people so I'm really excited for her and her future and just hopefully it goes well because like I said, she can really like be that big mainstream, you know, female that, um, you know, at the level of the rock. So, you know, I know they um, announced her signing like a few months ago and it was a pretty big hype for like a day, but then things kind of like died down since then. Yeah, you know, I actually covered it um, on my podcast to talk about how excited I was for her because it's huge that she would want to do that and actually want to carry on the Johnson name and the legacy. But I feel like she she might mess around and be like Charlotte in the sense that even though, yes, she has similarities to her father, that she just might, you know, top him. Because even Ric Flair has said in an interview, like on his 30 for 30, that he felt like Charlotte was better than him because a lot of the moves and a lot of the things that she does in her um, arsenal is like way more than he ever could do. So I feel like if she, if Simone, you know, trains, you know, she might even surpass her father in the sense that she might take some inspiration of course from him because of course that's your father but at the same point at rate she might you know top it and do like 10 times better you know with her own innovation so i'm really excited for her and everything she's got going on i'm excited for her too and um and i'm always afraid that like there's so much pressure like already being put on you before you yes a lot of legacies fail (laughs) 
like they just let go of legacy from the beat. So like you know, just because she has the name, you know, doesn't mean she'll you know even reach those heights. Like I hope that she does, but I just hope that we let her grow into whoever she becomes before we put that like pressure on her. You know, like we compare her with Charlotte, but Charlotte was an elite athlete before she even thought about the Pips. Right. Chances were she was going to be a good wrestler. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to compare the two. I mean, I hope that Simone Johnson, you know, does top the rock. Um, but I also want to, like, wait. She literally just got signed to developmental. <laughs> so I want to, like, give her time to, to grow into whoever she becomes. And I think you're right. I think it's smart. And that's a one. But you got to think the rock shoes are hard to fill. So she right. Like, that's not, oh, I'm going to start raising my eyebrow like my dad. That's not a woo. That rock, but it's, you know, you know what I mean? So I feel like we should be careful with putting that pressure on her just yet. I agree with Patricia. Like, that's, what exa- that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, we don't want her to come in here and, you know, we're all amped up for her. Oh, my God, that's the rock's daughter without her finding her own identity. And it, it, it makes her fails so miserably that she never wants to wrestle again like that's just something as fans that we wouldn't want to see because you already know how twitter fan i mean wrestling fans are on twitter or in general they're horrible and being that she's just stepping out into this you never want to make her feel as if she can't sit and accomplish what she set out to accomplish because of um they had these expectations of her living up to her father's um Mm -hmm legacy like the rock shoes are hard to fill trust me it's like i wanted to be the rock when i was younger and then you know everybody wanted to either be the rock or stone cold undertake or mick Bull, like somebody me and to sit and to be a child of that person who led who made such a big impact on this world in the wrestling world that's very hard that's probably very stressful i'm pretty sure like the rock didn't present it to her in that way growing up but she knew mm-hmm. who her father was. Like, we've seen her in, in pictures and stuff that they've taken together over the years. So for her to actually pursue this, kudos to her. Kudos yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you were saying, like with, um, you know, those shoes to fill, this is bigger than Charlotte Flair, you know, filling, you know, Ric Flair's shoes because – the Rock is the biggest mainstream pop, you know, popular wrestler in the history of, you know, the, the business. No one has ever, you know, left WWE and just have gotten such mainstream attention. Like The Rock, he, I think at one point he was like the most highest, you know, grossing wrestler, you know, actor in the Hollywood business. Or something. Dead second? Two years in a row. Two years in a row, yeah. yeah I mean... <laughs> The Rock is big. I mean, there was even rumors about him potentially running for president. Like, yeah, and I would vote for him. I would. I, I don't. I don't he's get into. It. Yeah, he's got my vote. I never voted in my life, and that would be the first time and probably only time. But yeah, like, there, there, there's a lot of pressure there. I want her to su- succeed, you know, just because you know. I just I don't want to see anyone fail when it comes to the wrestling business in general. But like right. her being who she is, and you know, in the comments I made about you know what she can do for the business, like because we all know at the end of the day, WWE isn't what it used to be when it comes to popularity. It's you know, it, it was 
huge in the late 90s and early 2000s and now you know it's kind of looked at as like a joke to a lot of people like I see people bashing Nuno at all the time but they did not do that back then so hopefully she can really like take it to the, the heights that it deserves which will elevate everyone you know it, it'll be good for everyone in the business at the end of the day yes I agree with all so, um, do any of y'all have anything else to add to this episode? Did you all? Did you? All I don't think that? so. Um, that was a real. That's that was a really good topic. Like how we ended it on them because I would have never thought to put somebody in that category to who's not even wrestling. Like we've never seen her wrestle before, but because the potential mm-hmm. is there, like. She, her mom is a bodybuilder, and her dad is one of the highest-paid actors and most popular wrestlers in the world. So it would make sense that you know she has some type of she has some type of genetic feature to her. Mm-hmm. So we just gotta see where it goes. Like I'm rooting for her all the way. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. Me for too. Her. And I think her mom is like an so her mom is a badass bitch. Mm-hmm. The rock, like she got everything going for her. <laughs> you just yes. born from greatness. You're born from greatness. That's it. Yes. And the crazy thing is, until she signed with WWE, I had no idea he even had a daughter. Really? Like, I, he well, I knew he, he had a great. newborn like recently, or something. Didn't he have like a newborn like a year or two ago? Yeah, I knew about that. I just didn't know she, he had one like at, of that age. You know, I mean, I don't follow you know the kids of you know a lot of you know former wrestlers or celebrities or anything like that. So I remember seeing, I was like, wow, he has a daughter and she's now in WWE. So, <laughs> but yeah, I just I, I wanted the kind of look for because there was a lot of wrestlers that I was thinking about. I obviously I had to pick Bianca, but I was like, I really kind of dug a little deep and I was like you know what I'm gonna pick her because you know I, I, I knew it was gonna be someone that no one was gonna think of and I really, I really wanted to get your all opinions on her as well and what you all thought just because we all love The Rock you know and we all know you know Charlotte Flair and her success and like can she have you know similar if not you know, more success in the business now I can make it I will make a confession though like every time a wrestler has children i always hope and pray that maybe they'll be wrestlers <laughs> because i did that with kofi kingston when i when he won the wwe championship and he brought his children out there and his older son was like climbing on the you know top row by himself i was just like you know what he might be a star or oh, like the like in my mind loving that spotlight i was like oh he's gonna be an entertainer of some sort because every time yes. we're the same because Chris and I were there they were a mess like anytime the camera was on them like oh. the, the that you're talking about was long like, this is not Kofi media this is <laughs> that's so cool that you guys were actually there for it oh yeah we watched Bret Hart get attacked oh, all wow. that. We there for all oh my god day. how was we were that literally like, wait a minute what oh. my <laughs> Sitting so close to Becky Lynch. Oh my God. So uh, we were like literally like 10 feet from like Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, who has not announced their relationship yet, right? So Ooh. we're like, of course, watching them. We're like, 
literally right there where everyone's sitting around the ring or whatever. And um, we're watching their body language. And Chris was like, oh, they're together. And I'm like, how do you know? And Chris was like, no, 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 no. Look, I, I watch. And literally, like, a few weeks later, they came out as a couple. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so you called. I'm always Oh, my God, that's so cool. My predictions are never wrong. No, no. <laughs> Just like I predicted the Bella Twins was going to be New York Times bestsellers. And what happened? Okay. 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 Check my shirt, though. Nice. Okay. Yo, you called it. You called it. I called it. My predictions are never wrong. So, Krista, you can see into the future? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Oh, I wish. Wait, Steph, are you in the Bella Army? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> okay, I, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take yes, it. I say yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. Yeah, Everybody we have... has their reservations about the Bellas. It's okay. I actually love that about them. That's why I like the right. yes and no. I'm like, I'll take it. They're like John okay. Cena. Like you, they have a lot of fans and then a lot of, you know, people that, you know, aren't fans, so. Do you know what's crazy? I don't even know what prompted me to start liking John Cena, and, um, couldn't even tell you. Couldn't even tell you. Me neither, but recently, I was just, like, I really, like, started appreciating him. Like, and he, like, I was like, yo, he worked. I think also watching him on Total Bellas and Total Divas and seeing, like, how hard he works and how much he really fucking does on a daily basis, and you're just, it blows your, like, to think what John Cena does in his day is in, insane to me. Like, he, like, learns, a, a, like, a different language every six months. Like, he's insane. He is. And I also feel like his exterior is not what his interior is. And people will also judge him because, you know, oh, he does this, he does that, but they really don't really get to see. They never saw what Nikki saw. Right, right. And if you can relate to that, then you'd be like, well, he's not this person, so what are you talking about? Like, that, that you know, I can relate to that a lot. So it's just like, okay, John is not an asshole. He's definitely not. Definitely he's on a straight and narrow, like, you know, he likes to do this, he likes to do that, so. I, I can tell right. a lot of him. Like, he's very focused. And it's like, if you're going to come into John Cena's life, you have to fit into it. And that is what it is. Like, he's just an enigma. He's someone. It's like dating. Definitely a- an enigma. You got to get used to their lifestyle or you got to go. And I, I, I respect Nikki for being like, um, no. Yeah, yeah I, I respect that too. Because that, remember- that relationship was kind of odd to me. Uh, yeah, I remember watch because there there was one point where I did watch Total Divas, and I remember like the whole like she really wanted to get married and commit, and he didn't. You know that wasn't for him, and that kind of you know a lot of people are like, how dare he? You know, and then, you know, I mean that's you know like you said, you just that that just wasn't what he wanted in his life and all. And now she's with she's married, isn't she engaged or is she married or she's engaged and pregnant. Yeah, and then I think he's in a relationship with somebody else now. Yeah, that is like he clearly has a type. It's so funny, but apparently he's proposing to her. Oh, right. She's a bad bitch too. She's like an executive for some shit too. So I'm like, good for you, John, because he needs somebody on his level. That's the thing. John Cena ain't gonna date or marry anybody. So you saying Nikki's just anybody? No, of course. That's my point. The next woman he date is gonna be somebody on his oh. level. I just 
his I next- felt like she was on his level. Like she seemed like someone who was pretty busy and you know was very goal oriented and like because I feel like when she started dating him, that's when she really started changing and becoming her own person. Like that's when she separated from the Bellas and became Nikki Bella. Because before you, when I first saw them in 2010, they were, there was no difference. And then, you know, when she started dating John, you saw like the difference in her character. You saw the difference in her in-ring skills. Like, I felt like that really motivated her. Because John Cena, you can't just date John Cena and just be any person on the roster. You know, like you, you have to step up in every way, shape or form. And she did. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's one thing I would never never discredit her for everything she's accomplished because I will admit she did do good in the ring like she did really improve you know um, yeah because in the ring and when it, in the beginning Brie was the better wrestler Brie was absolutely a better wrestler but then I understood why because Nikki had just got her nose broken so she was trying to protect her face of course Brie was trying not to be the better wrestler but once Nikki bounced back. It was like you knew who they, who knew who the different people were. Like you knew them differently in the ring. Yeah. Besides Brie yelling Brie mode, like you knew skill set differently who they were in the ring. Mm-hmm. You could tell Brie was influenced by Brian. Like she was more wrestler towards the end of her career. Yep. And Nikki, Nikki was more power and all of that. And you, oh, you have to listen. Um, the Arn Anderson podcast. It's really, really, really good. And he talks about how underrated the Bellas are as wrestlers. And he brings up some of the things that you talked about, Krista, of like limitations that they were given. So people think they suck as wrestlers, but they don't even realize that they were told backstage not to wrestle fully. Mm-hmm. Like little things like that. And to hear that from Arn Anderson, like, it's right. like, you don't got to tell me nothing. <laughs> like, you don't got to tell me anything else. Like, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a is that a new episode or is that you know? Aren't other? Yeah. Um. Well, he talks about like different uh, people views. Let's say, and uh-huh. let's say a match comes up, and then he'll go in depth about you know that match and what was going on backstage or whatever. So, um, yeah, you have to like kind of. I couldn't tell you like listen to this episode, and when the Bellas come up because he talks about stuff from like on. So you would just probably have to listen to all of them. <laughs> I feel like, like, every wrestler has a podcast, you know, like, a former wrestler now. It's, like, so hard to uh, keep up. Right. It's a conrad. Well, they're keeping up with the time. Yeah. Right. Because some people just don't evolve at all. So, at least. Oh, yeah. You need to evolve in the business. Like, you can't do the same thing. If you're a legend who wrestles part-time, you can keep your thing, like, because, you know, but full if you're doing it full-time chris jericho is like the perfect example that man involves like every year and it's oh, gold yes like I, I i i briefly here and there watch aew and what he's doing now I'm like wow like especially when he was doing that whole bubbly thing like i love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> i remember Pete was on that for a while she was always tweeting about that and all that was so funny yeah, Pete's a jericho stand definitely so much. I love him too. I thought about going to see him in Fozzie one time, but I didn't make it. I want to go on the cruise next year. I've always wanted to do that cruise too. That seems really fun. The first time they did I'm the cruise. I'm going to it's officially over. We don't got to wear masks and stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be on a boat with a mask on and stuff like that. 
But originally he was supposed to, he was trying to get the NXT roster to do the cruise, but then they said no. And that's when he got like the New Japan Ring of Honor roster. And I think that's what led to him signing, doing the whole AEW thing. Dang it, WWE. Right? But Jericho is definitely going to be back in WWE. It's not like he's not. I I feel like he's going to retire in WWE. It makes sense. I hope so. It would be weird to end his career somewhere else. Right. I don't watch me. I need him to come back home. You don't watch it, Patricia? Uh Uh-uh. Neither do I. It is no particular reason. Like, I tried. Like, me and Krista tried, you know. But I just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I didn't, I couldn't connect. It gives us WCW vibes. It does. It does. Like, force it, you know? You know what's, I think what's weird for me is me and um, my boyfriend were trying to watch it. And I think he is more perceptive to it than I am because I don't know. It's just something about it it just doesn't click with me immediately and i don't know what it is i think also if i followed the indie scene more i would be like oh such and such is in it like you know what i mean but it's like literally like i have to learn a whole new roster kind of and i love like i'm not ashamed to say like i grew up on wwe you know like i love the legacy of that and like so i try to watch other promotions and i'm just like i tried to watch impact for a few weeks and it just didn't catch me. I would forget it. I would be like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that never happens with Debbie. Like, it, you know, like, I got to feel it. And it's just like, I don't know. But I love that there's an alternative. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. So I love that there's a couple of alternatives that are, like, decent, like AEW. And, like, who else has been, like, has, like, network show? Like, that's dope what they're doing, honestly. Yeah, it yeah. is. And, like, for me, like, I try to watch as much as possible just for, like, the legends. Like, I want to see Matt Hardy. Like, I want to see these wrestlers who've been in WWE for so long go out and do their own thing because WWE does kind of restrain you on what you could do character-wise. So it's nice to see, like, these guys go out and do their – especially, like, John Moxley. I want to see what he really is capable of, you know. And then um, there's also the other wrestlers that were in other promotions, like the Young Bucks. I've always wanted to watch them wrestle. Kenny Omega. Mm -hmm. I, I really want to see that um, big swole. I want to see her do some more stuff because there was a lot of hype with her name. Oh my god, I love her. Yeah, big dope. swole is dope. Like I remember the first time I saw her in the May Young Classic, I was like, man, how come she isn't going forward? Like she was so cool. I'm glad that she signed to um, AEW. Yeah, and then like right. I I want to start watching Impact now because of Tasha Steeles. Like she she did some stuff in AEW. I don't know why they didn't sign her, but it's like that gives me a reason to watch Impact now. Yeah, I'll have Twitter. to Google her. Yeah, I'll I'll send you her Twitter link, and you know you'll. She's she's really cool. She's really good. Okay. But um, I know uh, you all have you know other commitments, so I'm gonna wrap this episode up. So uh, thank you, Stephanie, and thank you, Krista B and Queen PR for joining us today on O Face Wrestling. It was fun as always, and I love that we went off script. That seems to be like the trend with a lot of my episodes. Kind of, you know, we have this, you know, what we're gonna talk about, and then we just start talking about other stuff. I like that, you know, that it just that just shows that we're just wrestling fans, just talking and just having fun. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It was really fun. So thank you all again. And um, do you all want to plug your social medias for your podcast? Um, you can follow us on Twitter, um, Facebook, join our Facebook discussion group, uh, Instagram. We have a lot of fun contests on there. Um, come Patreon. To- 
Oh, yes. Join our Patreon. It's $1 a month. We have a lot of fun stuff coming on our Patreon. So you should definitely do that to support. Um, yeah. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And YouTube. Yeah. Subscribe to our YouTube Yeah, definitely YouTube. Okay. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Hardy Wrestle Pod. That's um, the word wrestle and pod. <laughs> and then you can follow me on um, Instagram at Hardy Wrestling Podcast. And that's about it. Yeah. You can follow me there. And listen to me because I'm mostly just audio on Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and I'm building a YouTube channel. So, yeah. Can't wait. Soon. And then make sure you follow us on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, sub us on YouTube. Um, thank you all for listening today on O-Face Wrestling. And one final time, thank you, uh, Krista B, Queen PR, and Stephanie for joining us today. You're welcome. Bye.